Hey guys, it's Greg here. Welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mail Podcast. Before we get into this, I just want to let you know I have launched a new website. MidlifeMail.com is now live. Thank you guys so much for all of your support and the help to make this happen. The podcast, the newsletter, my coaching programs continue to grow and I'm super excited and proud of the new website. So go over to midlifemail.com and check that out. You can learn more about my performance coaching program. You can download a copy of my No BS Guide for free. You can subscribe to the newsletter and podcast if you haven't already. You can go to my brand partners page and check out the exclusive offers and discounts from the Midlife Mail brand partners such as Roan, Athletic Greens, Huron, Verb Labs, Inside Tracker, Sunlight and Saunas, Strong Coffee, and more. These are my personal favorites, curated products and brands that I love, I use, and recommend to you guys. Now, let's get on with the podcast. All right, guys, here we go. Greg here with you, Midlife Mail Podcast time. Thank you so much for joining me on the pod. The mission here, help men maximize middle age, achieve a better quality of life. Each week, I have a stellar individual joining me on the podcast covering the six Fs. We get into my six Fs a lot. Family, fitness, finance, food, fashion, and fun. Today's going to be a lot about food because I've got JJ Peterson here joining me. He and his wife, Erica, are the co-founders of Clean Simple Eats. They started Clean Simple Eats to help others elevate their lives through food and fitness. There it is, two of those six Fs right there. So if you don't think that you can still eat pizza and pancakes and reach your goals, JJ's going to talk to you about that and about how hundreds of thousands of other members in their Clean Simple Eats community have done exactly that. They've transformed their minds, transformed their bodies in the process, and it's all about making your diet a sustainable one. That's why through Clean Simple Eats, they put a healthy spin on delicious comfort food recipes that everybody knows and loves. Yeah, I'm talking about that mac and cheese. I'm talking about those chocolate waffles talking about all those foods that my boys like us to have in the house and to make for them. I like them too. If you don't want to count your macros, you don't have to. They make it super simple for you. Simple doesn't mean easy, but we're talking about consistency, sustainability, longevity, and making smart choices. But if you want to go deep in the weeds, you can get the Clean Simple Eats app. Get all the recipes. You can key in all your information. You can just geek out as much as you want. This was a super fun episode to do. One, I love food. Two, I love talking to people about food and who also love food. I love the notion of being able to eat healthy without giving up taste and flavor and the foods that I really, really enjoy and that I crave. And I really really enjoy connecting with like-minded guys who are being of service and who are authentic and transparent with their message. And JJ is one of those guys. So I truly believe in what they're doing. I believe in the products. I believe in the brand and I believe in the family behind it all. 
before we get into this week's podcast, and there's a lot of good stuff coming up, so stick around for all of it. Please support the brand partners that support the Midlife Mail. That means the world to me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Go check out midlifemail.com, the brand partners page there. We have updated the page. We have updated the website. There's some really great offers and opportunities for you. And why do I talk about the same brands and products over and over again? Because they work. It's the stuff I use day in and day out. It's the stuff I pay for, the stuff I have invested in. And I'm not flip-flopping all over the place following the latest trend or fad. We stick with what works. So check all that out. You're going to see offers from Roan. You're going to see Athletic Greens. You're going to see Sunlight and Saunas over there. Verb Labs is on there. These are great, great brands and great products. Hone Health, Inside Tracker, Strong Coffee, Huron Skincare. Go check them all out. Midlifemail.com over on the Brand Partners page. You will not be disappointed. All right, guys, let's get to it this week. JJ Peterson on the Midlife Mail podcast. JJ, welcome, my man. Thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate you having me on. Well, this is a pleasure. Um, You know, first we got connected uh, through our mutual friend, Ben Checkets over at Roan. So shout out to to Ben. uh, for all the Roan family. I love the Checkets family. Love Ben, love Nate. The super solid people. Love them. Absolutely. Could not agree more. And can you say like shout out at 49 years old and not sound like a complete fool? I don't know. Is that the term? But yes, absolutely. All the shout outs. <laughs> okay. okay. But I just want to make sure they get their credit. Okay. However appropriately I phrase it or not out of my element, but the Checkets family rocks. Rona, great partners of Midlife Mail, superhuman beings and great stuff. So once again, connected to an amazing like-minded guy like yourself. And here we are. Thank you. Well, I can't wait to dive into this. What you're doing is amazing first. And I I love it. I'm supportive of it. And this is what we preach all day long. So very like-minded. Fantastic. I mean, first and foremost, and we'll get into the whole, the backstory. It doesn't get, no pun intended, simpler than clean, simple eats. Yep. How did you get this name also? Like how, like how is this even available? It sounds like- <laughs> uh, so we snagged this name back in the early stages of IG of Instagram. This is back in 2012. We actually fell into this name on accident. The original name was Clean Simple Foodie. So my wife started this account just sharing cleaner versions of your um of like the the meals that you grew up on, the comfort foods that you grew up on, the recipes that you love. She started swapping out some of these dirtier ingredients, quote unquote dirtier, we'll talk about that, but for cleaner substitutions. And she called herself Clean Simple Foodie. Her account got hacked, it got stolen. And so she had to start over and she had thousands and thousands of followers, had to start from ground zero and Clean Simple Eats was available. And that's kind of how this brand was born. So working, you know, backwards from, from that, you know, the name, the, or talk to me a little bit about the origin of the brand, the company, the vision, you know, and how you guys, you and your wife, Erica, uh, have, have executed. Yeah. Uh, 
life is busy for all of us in so many different ways. It's so fast paced. We're so used to immediate gratification. We, <laughs> we want things now or yesterday. And the idea of following a recipe book or a meal plan, it seemed daunting for a lot of families. Um, if you were working with a coach and you had macronutrients given to you, you then had your numbers, but you didn't know what to eat, right? And so you're flipping through Pinterest or online, or you're Googling what to eat, or you just give up eventually and you fall to some fast food type items, which aren't the best, right? When we're talking about health and fitness goals. So the, the goal behind Clean Simple Eats and really where the name stems from is we wanted to use clean, healthy ingredients. We wanted to keep this as simple as possible for family. And what are we talking about? We're talking about food and nutrition, where when, when we're talking about health and fitness goals or your overall success in, in that department in life, it's 80% of your success lies in what you fuel your body with, what you're putting in your mouth. So rather than starting with a fitness program and working backwards into food, we decided to start with food. And then if we had time or if you had time or if your family had time, we can talk about fitness later, but let's nail down the big one first. Let's nail down 80% of your success, which is nutrition. So we made four seasonal meal plans, winter, spring, summer, fall. We, we eat the produce that's in season. We eat the fruits and vegetables that are in season. Um, and we have dialed in about 750 different recipes that are all macro balanced. So it doesn't matter if you're eating burgers or waffles or pancakes or salads, every single recipe that we've created has a 40, 30, 30 balance to it. So 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat. We've taken all of the science and snuck it into these really yummy, good tasting recipes that your family will love, that you will love, that you can do forever. It's sustainable. It's balanced. That's kind of clean, simple eats in a nutshell. We just wanted to keep this as simple as possible. Mm. And and what's amazing about it and great is, again, the simple approach, the fact that it is relatable, that it's accessible. You know, I'm clicking over and looking and, it, and the products are amazing. But just the notion that you can eat pizza, you can eat pancakes, you can still reach your, you reach your goals. You don't have to jump on any one of these fads or trends or bandwagons where you really don't know what works for you. You're just listening and kind of trial and error, you know, and just right. like, what is it ready, you know, ready, fire, aim, you know, in there and you're yep. flip-flopping all over the place. And I think it is one of those big misconceptions that you have to eat let's say perfectly, or you have to subscribe to a specific diet, you know, per se, to really be able to get 80%, you know, 100% of your food and nutrition kind of on point that matches your lifestyle. In right. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm, I'm so with you. I, I think that, that there's this uh, assumption out there that if I want to get lean, if I want to be healthy, I have to eat like a bird. Right. I have to only eat tilapia and brown rice and broccoli and that's it for the rest of my life. That's just that's so not it. Right. We one of the first questions we ask clients in our community and people that we work with is, is what you're doing right now sustainable for the rest of your life? Or are you white knuckling through every day praying for an end to whatever you're currently doing? 
So if your diet right now is currently not sustainable, we've got to make a change. I've been eating like this for over a decade and I've maintained a a physique that is, well, we'll talk about fit to fat to fit, but maintain, you know, single digit body fat percentages for a decade, you know, and I, I feel good and I perform well and I'm happy and I'm cognitively most of the time aware, you know, and my relationships are healthy. It just affects every part of your life. So this is so important. We've got to talk about this stuff. Yeah. And we jumped right into it um, here just because like you and I are like, boom, we're just passionate about it. We live, we kind of live the lifestyle overall. I want to take it also to, you know, as as wide a demo, you know, and a wide a spectrum as we can go in terms of relatability. Because there's also, I think, this notion that know, well, you've got single digit body fat, you know, I've got single digit, body. like everyone needs single digit body. You don't, you know, in a way you don't. you don't have to be a competitive athlete. You don't have to have a visible six pack you know, out there. You don't have to have single digit body fat. You don't have to. And I talk about the over indexing trap a lot. You don't have to over index so far into your food, nutrition, and fitness to be healthy and to have a sustainable longevity-based you know, life out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we're not saying jump on clean, simple eats. Or we're not saying follow Greg or JJ's workout plan to a T or you have to do any of this stuff. There's a, there's, a, there's a spectrum. You know, and I love that you talked about the 80%, you know, and the and then back into fitness where we can, you know, in there. Love that you talked about the breakdown, you know, in the foods. When I talk even about the six Fs in general, of which food and fitness are, are two of them, mm-hmm. to your point, it's really about that ratio. How much do you want to put into those areas based on what your lifestyle goals really are? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to win a triathlon, you may have to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Want to be an Ironman, you may have to do a little bit more. You want to be able to be a good husband, be a good father, perform well at your job, as you said, have general cognitive awareness you know, and, and acuity there, look pretty good with your clothes off, may, not winning any pose downs per se. Like you can do these things pretty, you know, consistently, pretty simply, you know, back to using your term, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the roots, I, I think that it, it's important, like you, like you said, to understand that we're all not going for, um, you know, winning a, a you know a, a physique competition or a bodybuilding competition. That's not typically the goal of any of our clients, you know. Um, but but it is when it trickles into the rest of your life, you know. I I think that. Well, yeah. Let me let me just let me just back this up a little bit and keep it um, keep it real and why I do this. I don't do this for the physicality of it. I do this and I live this lifestyle so that I can better serve others because I want my impact on this world to be a positive one, right? I want my relationship with my kids, uh, we have four, and with my wife to be positive. And I'm fully aware and I believe with all my heart that what you're fueling your body with and movement you know, drive some of this too. It, it elevates every other aspect of your life. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not as able to serve those around you. Your relationships are not as good as they potentially could be. So, I think all of that is spot on and, and makes perfect sense. Whenever you are making that type of investment in yourself, 
Every other aspect of your life again gets better. I was actually writing about that, you know, this morning and starting to go through kind of the we're in December. We're in December, you know, right now. When this when this actually airs, I'm not exactly sure, but ideally it will be before we enter, you know, January 2022. So, okay, everybody's got resolutions. Everybody's thinking of what's going to happen the next couple of weeks. I'm starting to do my annual review, which I go through, you know, to set up the year uh, and what's ahead. And I started making this list to what to what you're talking about. And on there was anywhere I've made an investment in myself and what's happened, you know, kind of when I've invested in a coach, I gained better clarity, better focus, better discipline. I was able to cut out the shit that wasn't working for me and nail down the stuff that really was. And when I invested in a nutritionist, all of a sudden I started to learn more of what my body responds well to what it doesn't in there. When you get a personal trainer, no matter how great a shape you're in or what you know, you're you know certified trainer. You do it. You write workouts. I'm a certified trainer. Never made a living at it. Write work my own workouts. When I invested in a total pro, my fitness level and health got better. Investing in recovery now is huge at my yeah. age. I think more of my money goes towards recovery than it certainly does towards the actual you know fitness. And again, because of that, I started to feel better. You go through all these areas where you make investments in yourself if you're doing it. Look, an accountant, it runs all the way down the line. And I start to look at return on investment or return on life. And every aspect of life gets better. I found you're making more money, you're happier, you're better rested, you're less stressed, you're eating cleaner. All of these things in your life start to get better when you've essentially put yourself first, made investments, don't look at them as expenses, but look at them as investments, and then quantify what the return on those investments actually is. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I will say as you're chatting, I, I believe in everything that you just said, but it's not easy, right? And I, th- I think that um, as you develop some of these healthier lifestyle habits, not that it becomes easier, but your ability to do these things and perform uh, gets better. Right. And so I'm not trying to sit here saying like, hey, this is the easiest thing. Everybody needs to be doing it. Right. I I believe that everybody needs to be doing it, but it's work. Right. You've got to work at it. But that to me is the fun part. I love the fact that in fitness, nobody has ever, ever arrived. I've never met a single person in my life that has arrived in fitness. You have to constantly work at it every single day. The minute you stop, You've seen this probably. The minute you stop, you immediately start this decline, right? And so it's this constant, and things change as you go through different seasons of life, right? Now a walk might be a great workout for for us, right? Or a recovery day, active recovery day. What I'm saying is it's work every single day, but that is what is most appealing to me about it. I think it's spot on. Um, And I'm glad that you you pointed that out too, because- Simple doesn't mean easy. Mm? Yes. It doesn't, but consistency mm, wins out. The lifestyle wins out. The focus again on the journey, not to be cliche versus, versus the destination, you know, that's there. 
there's a great enjoyment to that and progress. And, you know, and I love the term arrived. I'm going to adopt the term arrived now from you because I was saying for a while, like you don't graduate from fitness, you know, you don't graduate from, from let's say therapy. You don't graduate from nutrition in a way. Like it's not, again, as you don't check a box, I'm fit enough and I can just yes, stay here for the rest of my life. Yep. You don't, gra- as soon as you stop, so does the progress. So do the gain and the feeling. And yet there's muscle memory. There's certain things in there, you know, and yes, it gets easier and we can do things maybe a little bit differently because I mean, at least in my case, I got 30 plus years, you know, into this, you know, overall. So if I have a bad day or two, I can clean it back up you know, and go on in there, but you don't graduate from it. You don't arrive one day and say, I'm finished. You know, I'm, I'm at the point and it's never going to change yeah. from here. So I think that's super important to, you know, to, to, to clarify. And I'm glad that you pointed it out. And I really think the most gratifying and fun part of it is just being part of the consistency and the lifestyle and realizing this is working for me. And when things are working, you genuinely want to do more of them. You want to order more you know, again of that yes. product, you know? And I think doing the same things in a way over and over again, and we're doing less with more focus, opens up incredible areas of opportunity and other aspects of your life because, hey, I have a system. I got a program. I got something that's working for me, you know, over here. I don't have to upset the apple cart every day and think about something different. That's right. I- Something you said really struck me because we preach this every single day of our lives. Consistency over time always yields results, no matter what we're talking about, right? But consistency is key. Consistency is key in nutrition. Consistency is key in fitness. Consistency is key in a a marriage, right? And so when we're talking about work and the fulfillment that comes from putting in that hard work, like after a hard workout, I feel so good. Like I'm, I have to start my day like that so that I can handle the rest of the day because I know if I can tackle a workout first thing in the morning, anything else that comes at me that day, I've got this, you know, and I just start my day off with confidence. It's, you know, confidence is, is so huge. Um, and now I'm glad you, you touched on that too. So you're an early morning workout. You get it, you get it done first thing in the morning. Yeah, I, that's just how it works in my schedule. I know it's different for other people, but that's just how I've done it. What's your general morning routine? Uh, wake up about 5.30 and um, m- make the kids lunches first. So my wife and I tackle those lunches together. Um, and then we both hit the gym at the same time. We're doing different programming, um, but we have a home gym that we've built out. And so we run downstairs and we do our programming and then run upstairs and we get the kids off to, to school. So mm. we we have to have some dedicated us time every morning that that is you can call it meditation or therapy or self-care or alone time whatever you want to call it we put our headphones in and we are in the same room together but we are very alone in our space doing what we need to do for some self-care then we can go tackle the day yep and and i think again whatever works best and everybody finds their rhythm and finds their routine I've switched it up of late to kind of midday workouts now, more around around lunchtime. Mainly, I, when I say I switched it up, my training partner kind of switched it up, took a different gig, and he's like, okay, now this kind of works for me. And I've been trying it out with him, um, and I find it actually very therapeutic. 
you know, now in that I wake up in the morning, I still do the rest of my morning routine. I can still do my coffee procedure, you know, <laughs> now I, do, I can do my writing, my little breath work stuff, take into the sauna cold, you know, in the morning and then knock out my work. And by around lunch, I'm typically frustrated by a number of work related projects. <laughs> yeah. And this midday workout has helped clear my head and reduce slash eliminate that rash response, you know, or, or edginess that gets in there in the middle of the day. So when I come back to it after the workout, I seem to be a kinder, gentler person, you know, in there. So I'm kind of, kind of digging this. Um, I love it. Point being, you know, to anybody out there, find what works for you. You know, there's not one way to again succeed. There's not again one perfect way to eat all of the time, not one perfect way to live. Find what works for you. And that's why I just love asking those questions about routine. You know, speaking to successful people, finding out what works for them, gleaning some things that I might be able to take away from this and give out to others uh, and and pass that along. I love that. You've had a remarkable personal journey in terms of fitness. Fit, fat, fit. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think this is really interesting on a couple of levels. We talked before we hit the record button. You know, one of them is personally, I'd want to hear exact about your experience, exactly about your experience and how this went through. And the other aspect of life that we touched on a little bit, and I love your your take on it, is this is regardless of a of a challenge, a like to do that and go through that. Naturally in life, I've gone through this myself. You know, fit in my 20s, if you will, and even in you know, 30s fat and, and out of shape in, you know, after I married kids over indexing in career and job, the next thing, you know, you're not who you are. And now you get to this tipping point of, can you get your fitness back? Can you get back on track overall? So I'd love for you just to, to talk about your experience with it. Um, so we can learn a little something. (laughs) Yeah, so many life lessons learned. So I'll, I'll try to keep it short. But uh, in 2014, I was approached by uh, a TV network to take part in this social experiment. So they they picked 10 master trainers is what they called them. 10, 10 master trainers in the country to take part in this fit to fat to fit experiment um, where as trainers, we were asked and tasked <laughs> to gain 40% of our original body weight. So at the time I was 184 pounds. And so my goal was 244 pounds. So my goal was to gain 60 pounds over the course of 120 days. So they gave us four months to gain the 40%. Um, uh, they, they paired us with a client who has been dealing with, who has dealt with, um, uh, health issues. Um, they, they've never worked out uh, in their lives. They, they, they want so desperately to change and to, de- to, to uh, de- develop uh, healthier lifestyle habits, but they, they're just not sure where to start. So they pa- paired us with this client. They've asked us to kind of step into their shoes for just a, a brief minute for four months and live that lifestyle. Sedentary, can't move. Um, they put a Fitbit on me and they stopped my steps at 2,000, 2,000 steps per day. And I was eating 6,300 calories a day for 120 days. So it's that feeling after Thanksgiving dinner when you just had too much 
and you just can't you can't like get off the ground and you just want to like lay there and like feel like you're gonna die. That's how I felt for four months. It was awful. And there was lots of people that were like, oh, you're living my dream. You can eat whatever you want. And I'm like, you have no idea. And tears are streaming down my face. You have no idea what I'm going through. Um, fast forward, I, I gained 61 pounds. So I hit my goal, I gained 61 pounds. So I, I ended at 245 pounds. And um, I knew that, the, that I would change physically. I, I knew that going into it. Obviously, you gain 60 pounds, you're going to change a little bit, right? So I, I wasn't as lean, um, had a little bit of gut. And that didn't bother me at all. The most, the, most, the, the most concerning part for me in that experiment was the emotional toll that it took on me personally and on the relationships that I cared about most in my life. So because I was fueling myself with all things fast food, there wasn't a vegetable or fruit in sight ever, right? It was, they just don't have enough calories. And for me to hit my 6,300 calories, it was fast food, boxed food, frozen food, it was fat, anything that could up my calories for that meal. So for breakfast, I would, I would do like 80 ounces of Pepsi and three Costco muffins, you know, or, um, like, 40 ounces of Mountain Dew and a large pizza, you know, like a bacon wrapped deep, deep dish pizza. And I would just continually stuff these foods in my body. And I had this huge moral dilemma, by the way, going through this, because I knew what I was doing in my body wasn't okay with what I, what my, my values are, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was hard for me, but it, it, I went from the fun dad, the dad that was active with his kids, the, the husband that was involved and around and helpful and happy to a person that I didn't even recognize. I hated who I saw in the mirror and uh, the relationships that I had with my kids, they, they hated me. They wanted nothing to do with me. My relationship with my wife uh, tumbled. You know, she she didn't want a whole lot to do with me because I I had this bad energy, right? I was tired all the time and I was sick all the time and I had a bad attitude all of the time. And I knew it was from lack of movement, poor nutrition. Like it was really, really simple. Um when I when I got to the 120 day mark, I asked my wife you've got to get me out of this hell that I'm in because that's truly like where I feel I'm at. And so she built me and my client a meal plan. And this was like one of the first structured clean, simple eats meal plans called it the summer meal plan at that point. And in seven weeks, as soon as I was able to flip that switch and choose healthy foods and choose exercise choice is so key here because that's another lesson that I learned it is a it is a choice, right? We get to wake up every morning and I get to choose to work out. I get to choose what I put in my body. So um, where before it was forced, right? They were telling me what to eat. They were telling me not to move. And I felt like I was trapped, like I was in prison. And now I get to choose. I'm released from prison. It is a choice. I'm fueling my body with these really great things now. I am moving my body like I want to, and I'm feeling great. And in seven weeks, I lose my 61 pounds. My client was able to lose 150 pounds in 16 weeks. And we had this phenomenal experience to see that the grass really is greener on the side of health and fitness. 
Like it just, we've talked about it before and sorry, I'm getting so passionate about this. I just, this is how I am. But the grass is greener. It elevates every aspect of your life. So immediately my relationships came back. My identity came back. I didn't hate the person that I saw in the mirror. My self-confidence and self-esteem came back. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I, I love this person again. And that, that reflects outward, right? Then you're able to love those around you a whole lot better. You're able to serve a whole lot better. Your impact at work and in the community, it's a whole lot better. Everything gets better on this side. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. And at the same time, it sounds so obvious too, mm-hmm. if I can say. And, and as you're telling the story and I'm thinking about the situation that you put yourself in and it was an experiment, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a show. You said, I love that you also touched on the moral issue of it being that you went into it feeling like you were set in your lifestyle, your morals, your values of the way that you had been living in. This was so contradictory to it to kind of force this in. What I'm thinking about as you're telling this is how many people again, male and female, live this way every day. That's the lifestyle that they know and that they've gotten used to. I think about guys I know that are cracking diet Cokes, you know, you're talking about in the morning, you know, that the diet Coke and a muffin in the car you know, on the way to work or at your desk is the norm you know, there every day. You know? The pizza for lunch, you know, and there's good pizza and bad pizza. We can talk about that too. You know, <laughs> Something like that. the pizza for lunch or the fast food or the easy thing, again, whether it's out for lunch or at your desk or even at home, the foods that are at home for you and your kids, no matter how that's the norm for so many every day and what that must feel like. Again, I've, I've questioned before and you now have gone through it yourself. Question, what does that feel like every day? I mean, because I know even in the lifestyle that I lead and consciously try to live a healthy lifestyle, it hasn't always, always been the case, but it's been a lot of years now, you know, for overall that even living pretty darn clean, you know, focusing on exercise and nutrition and health and fitness. We have good days and bad days too, you know, where things don't feel great, energy peaks and valleys, you know, and dips and, uh, you know, maybe my body doesn't feel that great or certain things aren't digesting as well. I can only imagine what that's like tenfold, twentyfold. If like, this is the way I ate every day. You know, like, even if I have that extra cheat meal or I don't drink very often at all anymore, but if I have like a second one, forget it. Like the next day is just ruined at this point. I have a tolerance of a 10 year old you know, right now. Can't imagine what that's like to feel that way every day. And maybe you just get used to it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would hate to have that be the, the norm for anyone, right? Where you're not able to do the things that you want to do. We, we live active lifestyles. And so when we vacation, we vacation hard, you know, like we're, we're hiking and swimming and biking and we're all over just exploring and adventuring. We couldn't do that if we didn't have a decent fitness base, you know, and I'm not trying to paint the picture that we are, are, are perfect. I, I hope that that's not coming across uh, 
that, that way. We are not perfect. We do love food, but we are very conscious of the choices that we make, right? In, I love in the, Yeah, it company. is. It is about choice and it's not about mm, you or I, you know, going up on a pedestal and it's not about perfection, you know, at, at all. Right. And perfect is the enemy of good. Again, it's about consistency and it's about making better, better overall lifestyle choices and where I'm going with this. And it's certainly not to bash even those that are, you know, maybe not living their best life. You know, what it really is about is what you touched on earlier about being of service, you know, and being able to give back and help and educate and inform and change lives for the better, you know, and where I'm going also with this and, and your story is so impactful is that I don't think it's too late to ever get it back, to ever start making better choices wherever you are. You could be 30 and out of shape right now. You'd be 20 and out of shape. You could be 50 or 60 or 70, you know? And I I know, again, I've said this before, I know some very old 30-year-olds and I know some very, very young 60-year-olds, you know, too. So where middle age or midlife even starts or what's old or what's young is much more relative to me on, I guess, your inner age, you know, and the lifestyle you're living than what your actual age number, you know, is on that. But point being, it's never too late. And you went, you put on 60 something pounds, you lost 60 something pounds. This is the side I'd like to get into is the, Hey, let's take a second to talk about the exciting, you know, and achievable and consistent and disciplined and amazing fun life you can have. If you start making some better choices. Yeah. They, they don't have to be. And you, you mentioned this earlier. It doesn't have to be a complete life overhaul. To, to start to see these results that you're looking for, right? You don't, I think a lot of people are, are turned off or it seems too daunting or they are afraid of failure. D- don't, like just start with the small baby steps. Start with maybe don't have a Diet Coke for breakfast, right? Maybe drink half your body weight in ounces for this week and, and you know each day for, the, for this week and see how that changes. Maybe start to meal prep a couple of mills, maybe start to mill plan or to anyway, j- just start to do something, start to do something where your lifestyle habits will, will begin to compound, right? Cause then you'll, you'll begin to stack these habits. Like this drinking water will turn into, I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast turns into, I'm going to make a better choice for lunch and I'm going to meal prep my dinner. All right. So don't mm-hmm. think that you have to overhaul your entire life all at one time. Just stack these habits and the more you focus on it, the greater the changes will become. But don't get paralyzed with perfection. If you fall off, just get right back on. Don't let one bad day turn into a bad week, into a bad month, and then you're back to like, oh, 2023, I'm gonna start over resolutions, right? So just, just get back on the horse, realize that perfection does not exist and we're all about progress, not perfection. Hey guys, recently I discovered Inside Tracker. What they do is help you take your health to the next level by setting up a blood test, easily showing you your biomarker results and telling you specific things you can do to improve the ones that are at risk. I got clear suggestions on which foods to eat, supplements to take, and lifestyle changes to make. This is important to me. I get my blood work done every year. I've never gotten information and insight like what I've gotten from inside tracker. It's super important to me at 48 to know what's going on with my body so that I can be at my best for as long as possible. 
What I got was a clear picture of what my body looks like on the inside, a clear measure of whether my diet and exercise choices are helping or hurting me, a clear idea of who or what to trust when it comes to health, wellness, and performance guidance. If you guys are looking to take charge of your health and wellness, I highly recommend Inside Tracker. To learn more, go to midlifemail.com forward slash partners, find Inside Tracker's information and all of our Midlife Mail brand partners over there. How do your clients work with you? You know, and you talk about making better choices and getting start, started. Walk me through the process of how your clients work with you and clean, simple eats, how they even find the right products and meal plans, you know, for them. Um, because I think it's scary, you know, I think, I think getting how to start, you know, we talk about the why a lot. Everyone knows, I know why you want to lose weight or why you want to get in better shape or why you want to start the business where, where we get hung up. I talk about this a lot is on the how, you know, what is yep. that first step? Is it as simple as somebody just telling you, Hey, one less diet Coke today, you know, go from four to three to two to one or, but here's how the clean, simple eats process works. Here's how you might be able to incorporate some technology. Here's where you may need some assistance. Here's what we think you can do on your own. Those, those types of things, um, you know, as you were talking about to, to help people take that first step and know what to do. Yeah, that, that's a great question. I think that's the hardest question, right? Is where do I start? How do I begin? And my answer is always, this, this is not a cookie cutter process. Like everybody is different. Everybody is unique and your approach will be unique. And so we've tried to tailor the best that we can our clean, simple eats approach to the fact that this is just a reality. Everybody is unique and different. So we, we built an app. If you plug in your information into the free app, uh, it will spit out a number for you. That number represents calories per day that we would recommend for you and your goals that you plugged in. It also shoots out macros. So your carbs, your fats, and your proteins and meals. So if I'm at 1500 calories, uh, we'll go higher. If I'm at 2000 calories, I'm three meals and three snacks per day. So it just, it breaks it down and it keeps it really simple where if you don't want to track your macros, that seems overwhelming for a lot of people. Don't. Like every recipe that, that we have created out of the app or in any of our meal plans, it, it has the macros already balanced for you. So you just need to eat the breakfast, eat the lunch, eat the dinner and choose a couple of snacks. Your numbers are perfect, right? And you didn't have to track a dang thing. You're just living your life, eating this yummy food and you're seeing the results because of it. So start by getting a baseline number set. You've, you've got to be able to start somewhere and then just simply eat the food, right? And, and I, I made that way too simple. That's where some of the work comes into play because you've got a grocery shop and you've got a meal plan and then you got to prep some of it, right? But as soon as you begin to do that, the snowball effect of what that does to your life is addictive. You want more of it because you feel so good. But I like that you start also with the simple. And I actually am totally fine with oversimplification you know, in a way. Start with the simple, and then reverse engineer back to, again, simple doesn't mean easy. Here are the steps you have to take. Mm -hmm. right. And if you take them, mm -hmm, the result is you're going to be in a consistent, simple, healthy lifestyle with food you actually enjoy eating. That's right.
Yeah. So if you can start with that goal and you can start with simplicity and go, okay, here's what I need to do to make things simple and make them effective for me. I think that's a great way to approach it and connect versus again, this is extremely heavy and hard lifting, you know, to do. And we're going to start with the absolute hardest stuff out there. And then once you break through to the other side, maybe, you know, maybe I'll make it and you'll stay on this. I think no pun intended. That's a recipe for, for failure. You know, sometimes it's, it's scarier that way. Yeah, I would agree. I think, uh, one of the things that has driven a lot of our success is our challenges. I think everybody gravitates to a, a beginning date, you know, start date and an end date. Like they can see the end date, right? I'm going to go through this seven week challenge. I'm going to give it everything that I've got. And what they don't realize is that during the seven weeks, they're habit stacking, right? They're developing these healthy lifestyle habits. They learn how to grocery shop, how to meal plan, how to build a plate. They learn what a balanced meal looks like. Their kitchen IQ goes through the roof where if they haven't ever cooked a meal in their life or they're just starting out in this healthier lifestyle, like over the course of seven weeks, you almost become a pro, right? And then once the challenge is over and you've you've lost 20 pounds and you're feeling like a million bucks, you're like, I want more. I want more of this. And now I know how to do it. So the challenge is a great way to kick off a lifestyle overhaul that we talked about, right? And to, to start to develop some of these healthier lifestyle habits. People tend to also get scared off a little bit by the, the, the financial aspect or this thought that eating cleaner or healthier or doing this, it's going to cost me so much more. Mm-hmm. That these new healthy habits, you know, that I'm developing and this work that I have to do to make things clean and simple and so on overall, it's going to cost me a lot more. Mm-hmm. And that's my barrier, you know, to it. Or maybe that's my, one of my excuses of not starting, you know, or not looking into it or a reason why I can't break that down to me. And I know, and I know that look, there's financial costs. Mm-hmm. And then there are the intangible costs, which we could go off on probably for a very long time. Also, yeah. the cost of your of your health and your longevity and your my, all all of the other things, and those play a big factor. But if we're sticking a little bit to to financial costs, and I've run these numbers a lot, family of four, and you're a family of six, right? That's right. In there, walk walk me through that. Well, let me start with a little bit of tough love, and that's where you were headed. Um, Whenever I hear that, I, I hear it as an excuse. And I understand that there are some limitations sometimes. But I will say, in, in, with all the love in my heart, right? You're going to pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later, right? So, and that goes into the, the laundry list of chronic illnesses and disease and how much time you're going to spend and, and, and quality of life. Like, how much is that worth to you? And when we're talking about investments, is there a better investment that you could possibly make than in your own health? You know, I, I, I don't know that there is one. So I would love to chat with someone that thinks that there is. But that, that to me is it's, it's the best money that we spend every single month. We invest in our own health. We invest in the health of our children, which is super important to us. You know, and there, there's not a whole lot of priority above that. Having said that. If you have a plan 
And there, there are no aspirational buys, if you will, as you're rolling through the grocery store. Oh, this looks good and this looks good. And you're pulling these things off the shelf. And then a week goes by and you don't have a plan for them and, and you end up throwing most of it away. The beauty of having a meal plan and a grocery shopping list is that everything has a purpose. So we stock our fridge at the beginning of each week with meals that we will be making that week. At the end of the week, the fridge is really quite empty, right? Before we stock it again with next week's meal prep. And every single thing that we buy has a purpose. You plug it into a recipe, you plug it into a snack, you plug, you, you, there's always a purpose to what you're buying. So there's no aspirational buys. You know exactly what is going into your body, right? And so I would argue that it is, it is less expensive to eat on a meal plan than the opposite. I'd support that argument, definitely. And I can tell you that your house sounds way more efficient and your refrigerator than the one I have downstairs. In my, when I go downstairs after this to go get my lunch or try to figure out what I'm going to do you know, for, for my lunch. And back to choices, too many choices sometimes leads to you know, too many other issues, you know, or, 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 decisions that you have choices and decide, okay, do I eat this? Do I eat that? Do I not eat this one in there? And sometimes it could be good and bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, do I want to eat this thing that's part of my meal plan or wonderful? Or do I want this bag of chips that's in this cabinet <laughs> over here? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I don't want to waste it, you know, because that's going to go bad, you know, also too in yeah. there. So there are all these games that you can definitely play with your play with yourself there. And I like you break down the mis- the misconceptions on on the financial aspect of it. And I too am up for that debate. Anytime somebody wants to talk about what investment could be possibly better than the one you make you know, in your, in your health and in your nutrition, because yeah. it goes back to starting, starting right there. Um, to that, to that effect, mm-hmm. what does a typical day then look like for you eating wise? And, and I'd love to talk about your kids a little bit here on this too, because the second part of this question is, we think it's really hard to get our kids to eat you know, healthy and to get the flavors and foods and things that they want, or even that their friends are eating you know, out there yep. Um, yep. and how we do all that stuff. Yeah. A lot of the meals that we make are deconstructed, right? And so it's, it's putting together uh, proteins and some healthy starches like sweet potatoes or rice. Uh, and so the, the kids can build their own deconstructed meals out of what we're eating. So if, if we're eating a, teriyaki chicken bowl, or if we're eating, you know, uh, uh, Thai chicken spaghetti, like they'll do red sauce instead of our Thai sauce on their noodles or whatever. So a lot of times we'll deconstruct these meals so that our kids can still get some proper nutrition in. Having said that, we are normal people with normal kid problems, and they don't always want to eat the food that we're cooking, right? And so sometimes it resorts to, well, I guess you're having pancakes, or I guess you're having eggs, or I guess you're having toast, or or whatever it is, right? But they they know how important this is to us. We, we love to give them their agency, right? And we're, we're happy to do that. Hopefully leading by example will pay off, pay huge dividends in the end where they can see that, that hey, this is important to mom and dad. Hopefully it's important to them later on, but we're not perfect. Our, our kids sometimes resort to something quick where we're sticking to the meal plan for the most part, but we always cook double. So my wife's thing is, if you're gonna cook once, let it feed you twice. 
So if we're cooking dinner, it also becomes lunch the next day. And so the, the question of what am I having for lunch? It, it's never a question. We're trying to eliminate some of these questions because we have too many questions every single day. You know, so if you can eliminate some of these stressors, like what's for lunch, what's for dinner, that's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure for a lot of families. If you can take that stress out of your life, I know exactly what I'm having for lunch because it's already prepped. All I need to do is sneak it out of the fridge, take it with me on the go. Great. I already know what's for dinner, which will become lunch the next day. It just becomes this perpetual cycle of being prepared. And now you're back to the element of time again. You're back to the element of time. You're back to the element of consistency. You're back to the decrease in stress and anxiety. Yeah. You're back to, we have a business that we need to run, husband and wife team. We need to actually find time to exercise each day. We have four children that we need to feed, clothe, get to school, do all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're back to, to process, system, mm-hmm. financial management, mm-hmm. physical health, food management, all of those things that are extremely difficult hard to put into motion and to do each day, but ultimately make life simpler long-term. I think that is the ultimate goal, right? If you can grocery shop one time per week and with like Instacart and so many online shopping uh, avenues now, I don't know what you guys have in Texas, but I mean, it's really easy here in Utah to place an online order. It's delivered to your doorstep the next morning or available for pickup, right? So you can just swing by. That saves you an hour in the grocery store. If that's going to feed your family for a week, you just saved about a day of your life where it would have been consumed at the grocery store multiple times trying to find what's, you know, what are we going to feed our family? What are we going to eat? So we're just trying to eliminate some of that stress. Yep. And you're preaching to the choir right here. And I think there's two <laughs> no, sides. I, am. I know I am. But I'll tell you, there's two sides to, to the quarantine. I'll tell you the dichotomy of you guys sound like you're on the same team in your house. We're my, Kate and I are on a very different team. Like we are not on the same team when it, come, when it comes to this. All right? Like you, I want it delivered to my door. I want to open up and take something out and move on. I never want to go to a store if I don't have to. I especially right. do not want to go to a store on a weekend because that's when people go to stores who work all week. You know, we've worked really hard to design a life. And I was like, I should never have to do this, basically. <laughs> my wonderful wife, God bless her, loves the store. Yep. Like if she is not at a Whole Food or a market basically every day, okay? Like if they don't see her for two days, they'll put out an APB. They're going to wonder what happened to her. She loves the store. It's part of that process, the shopping, the looking, um, whether it's the passion for food, cooking, the brands, reading the labels, seeing it there every, every day. And fortunately, I guess she's, she's able to, to an, ex, to an extent. I have given up on the, hey, do you know how many more hours you would have okay, available if you just didn't do this? You know? yeah. But that's her, that's her thing. So I've, I'm, 20 years later, I have now given up, basically. Hey, if you're doing it because you love it, then, then that I think is completely different. Like if that is therapeutic to you, walking the aisles and doing your thing at the market, like more power to you. If your excuse as to why you're not living a healthier lifestyle is because you don't have time, then let's solve that problem first, right? Let's give yep. you more time. 
Great, great comparison there and statement because what we laugh about right now is, I mean, really a, a kind of call a problem of prosperity. Like, hey, nobody should be breaking out their violin for the situation, you know, that, that we're in. She happens to enjoy the store. It happens to result in good shopping overall. It doesn't really get in my way. As you said, you guys put on your headphones, do your workout in the same place, but we're not talking. Hey, you do you, okay? You're bringing home what we need for the family if it's one time a week or four and it works for you. Okay, I got to talk to JJ for an hour, so I'm good. You go do your thing. Yeah, right, right, right. And I just think that, again, the more it comes back to, and we touched on this before, find what works for you, find what works for your family, find what works for the lifestyle that you want to live. And at the same time, if you're not living that way and things are not working for you and you're not content looking in the mirror or with what you're putting in your body or what you're saying, you make a choice. You know, it's time to start making some better choices and there are places to turn. There are people to turn to, there are products to turn to, there are services to turn to now, and they're more available, affordable, and accessible than I think ever before. Yeah, I would agree 100%. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so how, again, because this is, this is awesome and we could do this all day. And now I want to know what the kids are eating later and what you're eating later. And I've still been staring at your website as we've been having this conversation, scrolling through, looking for other little, you know, tidbits and stuff there. What I I was, mm-hmm. If you're not a super tech savvy person, you know, either, mm-hmm. can you still do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the app, the plan prep track and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can it just be, Hey, I want these things to deliver, you know, take me through, Hey, whether you want to get really deep into this thing, you know, you're in the 80, 20, you know, you're the 20 who wants to go super deep or in the, you're in the 80, like, how does this work? Yeah. Um, we've tried to, to cater to both those who are tech savvy and those who are a little bit more old school. I might lean into, I'm a little bit more old school. I like, physical hard copies. I like to flip through them and make notes, right? And so we have hard copy meal plans for each season that you can flip through. It's it's 90 plus recipes in each of these seasonal meal plans. And every single week is broken out for you. Here is your grocery shopping list for week one. Here is your menu planner for week one. So you know that Monday, Tuesday, every day of the week, you know exactly what you're eating in this hard copy meal plan. If you're more tech savvy and you lean on the digital, then the app is fantastic because you have 750 recipes at your hand and you can design your own meal plan. You can track your own macros. You can build your. So I, it, there's there's more customization, right, with digital. You can kind of create your own plan around what fits your family's lifestyle the best. But we also have the old school tried and true hard copies you can flip through. But Going back to just having a plan, that is first and foremost, because w- without a plan, I mean, plan to fail, right? So that's first. Where are you guys taking the company? Where do you, where do you want Clean Simple Eats to go? What are your plans? We talked earlier in the conversation about the kind of end of the year review, you know, and where we want to make our plans, resolutions, if you will, or I practice more I aim for resolve rather than just resolutions, you know, that, that fall off. What do you and Eric and the family have planned for the future? Uh, that's a good question. And it's actually, as I was kind of mentally preparing for this interview with you, one of the questions I wrote down is what is the impact with a big underline under impact? 
when we started this company officially back in 2015, the, the goal was and still is impact, right? So obviously, I mean, you run a business, hopefully to have some sort of financial return there. And, and that's part of running the business. But I hope that we never lose sight of why we started this thing. So we want as many people to develop these healthier lifestyle habits. We want the impact that Clean Simple Eats has on your life, your family's life, the relationships that you have in your life. We want that impact to be as positive and as massive as possible. So we're trying to grow and scale this thing as big as we can, right, with our amazing team that we have. And man, we're just all about impact. I don't know how, how else to say it other than we want to impact your life for good. Hopefully we can do that somehow. Yep. And, and you know, it really comes across and what strikes me is that you live your message, mm? which is what I think is so cool. You know? You're out there living your message every day. Mm? I, I can see it with the morning workouts. You know? We can see it with the, with the meal plans. It comes across in everything you say and everything that you're actually doing. And I think that kind of, transparency and authenticity is so crucial in terms of developing relationships with clients, customers, friends, people out there right now is we're all trying to kind of cut through the clutter and find what works, you know, for us and what we identify with and what we truly believe in because, you know, the food tastes better when you know who made it. I think, you know, when you can read the story of the people, you know, behind the brands and behind the products, when you match substance to the style right now, as opposed to get there's so much style, you know, there's so much shit out there bombarded, you know, all the time that I just think there's something right now very unique about brands and people that can kind of transcend, you know, that marketing and that style and that hype and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do for this is my brand. This is my product. This is my lifestyle. It's kind of embedded in my DNA. You know, we talked even about like Roan, like early on, like, like, okay, I pretty much know what I'm wearing, you know, every day. I pretty much know what I'm eating every day. I pretty much know what time I'm training and what programming I'm following. You know? And then when these bumps in the road, the just daily life hiccups and just better term, the shit that just gets thrown at us all day long, it's not near, like it doesn't rock us you know, it doesn't rock you the same way because this foundation is there and I'm not flip-flopping between, do I drink the red thing or the green thing? Like, or this one, or I heard this was better than that. I just think the way we can dial in, you know, those choices, you know, the way we can find things that work and I'm going off in it, but this is where I kind of get passionate. It's like on the, avoid the flip-flopping, avoid the trends, avoid the Black Friday, you know, de- like don't, don't just buy on the deal you know, or train on geography, the gym that's closest, you know, to you, like really make a plan, like really kind of know who you are and who you want to work with and what you want to support and what works for you. And so I love, I love what you said so much, Greg, if you can just cut the clutter and we always say like, let's cut the fluff. Right. And just really, if you can just dial back and spend a couple of minutes tonight or today or right now as you're listening to this podcast and just cut the fluff out of your life. What are your priorities and what are you going to do to see progress in each of them, 
right? I, I think it's so important just that we, we get bombarded with messaging and notifications and to-do lists and all of these things. There's so much noise out there. Just turn off the noise for a minute and figure out what is it that is important and how am I going to get there? Yep. And, and I hope it comes across also that, look, I'll only speak for myself here. I don't have it figured out. It's a constant every day, you know, even to that effect, even when you know what's most important, you know, what moves the needle, you've done your best to cut the clutter. There's still, you know, that feeling constantly of, oh, and I probably still should get back to this message, or I still should answer this, or I should still do that or still. So you still wrestle with that on, on, on each shoulder. It doesn't make it, it doesn't necessarily go away. We just simply get better at handling it. Yeah better at prioritizing, better at cutting the clutter and realizing when we make a better choice, you know, action, reaction, we get a better result out of it. Mm -hmm. Simple doesn't mean easy. No, never. And I think it it goes back to my favorite part of our conversation here is um, like, what, what is it that, that we're doing that, um, that will leave the biggest impact on those around us, the relationships, right? We talked a lot about work and arriving in fitness. You can also relate that to arriving in marriage or arriving in relationships with your kids or arriving at work. It's the same concept, right? I've never met anybody that has arrived in marriage. Marriage is work, right? You have to work. You have to lean into that relationship if you want to make it work. It's the same thing with your kids. It's the same thing with what you're doing at work. It's the same thing with anything that you do in life that's meaningful, it takes work. So we've got to lean into that. Yep. And it's all connected. And and I think you nailed it on, on that. You know, we circle back to like-minded individuals, like-minded brands, companies, you know, that's ethos stuff right there. That's morals, that's ethics, that's values, that's lifestyle overall. It is, it's all connected. We can talk about food, we can talk about clean, simple eats. We can talk specifically about products, but we're also, but it's relatable to every other category of life too. Yes. You know? We could flip this to another CEO who's running a very different type of a company, you know? leading a very similar life in every, in every one of these areas. It's just a different widget. You, know? you have two kids, you have four kids, you have six kids. You know, you've been married for five years, 10 years, 20 years. I mean, they're all, they're all challenging. You know, they all continue to take work. I love impact, mm-hmm. the notion of impact, love the notion of, of arrival, mm-hmm. love the notion of, you know, consistency being greater than time, you know, in a way, you know, there, uh, and there's just, there's just so much to it overall. And the notion of choices and that we all have them and the ability to make better choices in our life that affect every other area of our life. Um, uh, JD, before I run down the entire menu of things that I love over here, as I'm again scrolling through this, and and by the way, the the snickerdoodle and the single servings, like okay, like that couldn't be more simple. It couldn't be more. It couldn't be easier overall. And any kind of pancake and waffle mix mm-hmm, with chocolate chips in it is a huge hit in our house. So I'm going to thank you guys for those those two things. But where can people find you? Where can they find? Erica, where can they find Clean Simple Eats, you know, to to follow, get in touch, and get introduced and on on the plan? 
Yep, the website is cleansimpleeats.com and we engage with our community. We love our Clean Simple Eats community online. Um, follow us and find us, uh, interact with us at Clean Simple Eats on Instagram or the fitness page is Clean Simple Fit. So that's where we post more of like the fitness related uh, stuff. But um, that's, that's about it. Guys, check them out. Do not delay. Do not hesitate on this. Their story is out there. Their products are out there. The workouts are out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's really, really stellar stuff. JJ, I'm glad we connected. I enjoyed this tremendously. You are welcome back anytime. It was just great to have a conversation, not just about food um, and how to improve your life there, but how it is connected to every other aspect of your life and your perspective. Uh, as a husband, as a father, as an athlete, as a man who's gone from fit to fat to fit, man, you, you took care of all of it. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, I couldn't be more flattered. Thank you so much for having me on, Greg. Hang with me for one second right here. Guys, if you like what you have heard on the podcast today, please share it. Give us that five-star rating. Leave us that nice review. Subscribe to the program. Tell all your friends, your family, and everybody out there to keep the Midlife Mail movement growing. Go check out JJ Peterson. Go check out Clean Simple Eats. Thank you guys so much. Until next week, I'm out. Hey guys, before I started Midlife Mail, I didn't realize how much we as men try to do it all ourselves. And while there's value in autonomy and being able to figure things out for ourselves, we can also save a ton of time, years in fact, and countless hours of emotional pain, stress, anxiety, and feeling like crap if we will just receive some help. That's why I have decided to open up a few one-on-one -on -one coaching spots. In my 90-day coaching, I will personally help you through the six Fs model and bring the focus back to what matters most. Family, fitness, finance, food, fashion, and fun. This is for you if you're tired all the time, you're anxious, stressed, and feeling weighed down physically, emotionally, and financially. You're not eating well, sleeping well, or performing well. You're not feeling, looking, and acting your best. Or perhaps you're doing all of these things, but you're redlining it all the time. Everything appears great on the outside, but on the inside, you know the engine's going to blow soon. I know this from firsthand experience, and I've had my fair share of challenges as well. I have lost my father in my teens. I have experienced the imprisonment of my brother. I have struggled with weight, alcohol, hair loss, body image, anxiety, financial strain. And at 48 now, I have regained my health, have become a top athlete. I have transitioned from risk taker to risk manager. I have failed and I have succeeded. I have been the guy who complained. I've been the guy who had all the answers. I've been the guy who tried being an entrepreneur. I've spent years working for a big company. I have been fat. I have been fit. I have great hair. I am now completely bald. I have had no money and I have had millions. And when I sit back and think about it, there are so many times that I wish I had someone to help me shed a light on what matters most and how to get more of that. 
but most of all, to help me see what I couldn't see, to share insight and experience on what I've already done and to help me with what I want to do. So if you're hearing this and it speaks to you and you want to learn more about working with me, send me an email, greg at midlifemail.com.